Welcome, welcome, welcome to Fashion Unfiltered. I am Donna M, your host and owner of Donna M Collection Lifestyle Brand. But today is another episode all about building your confidence and inspiring your fashion journey. Our guest on today is from Atlanta, Georgia. Mrs. Alexandria Ali is the founder of S&W Style Leather Handbags. So welcome to the podcast, Alexandria. Hi, Donna. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I'm excited that you are here because you get to share your incredible story. And But before we get there, I want to ask you, are you an introvert or an extrovert? And I'm asking that because a lot of the women that I connect with, you know, I get to see them on social media doing their thing just like you do. But when we have like this one-on-one conversation, most of them would share like, you know what, I was nervous, I was scared and, you know, all this other stuff. And I'm like, wow, I couldn't even tell. And so do you think that you are a introvert or extrovert? I would definitely say I'm a little bit of both. I think I'm an introverted extrovert. And uh-huh. I know there's a word for it. I, yeah. I, I don't know what the word is, but I feel like... Um, on a normal basis, I do like being by myself, creating by myself, and all mm-hmm. of those kind of things. But I also enjoy, especially people that I know, being right. around them. And when I'm around them, I am an extrovert. So right. I think I'm a little bit of both. Okay, okay, okay. Nothing wrong with that. Um, I think that I'm an introvert. I do talk. Um, in fact, I like networking. Mm-hmm. I like meeting new people myself. But once again, you know, I can stay by myself with no problems. But Mm -hmm. I think with the podcast and everything that I'm doing, it has helped me tremendously to get away from, you know, staying by myself all Mm -hmm. the time. Um, And so, you know, that has really helped me. So now, as I mentioned earlier, you get to share your incredible story. And I think the first time I heard this story was when we were sheltered in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> everybody, <laughs> everybody was doing Zoom parties, and you were on um, a Zoom party. And so, I want to say that it was your story that sold me. Not that I wasn't impressed with your handbags because you have gorgeous products. Your handbags are beautiful. Thank um, you. But your story touched me in so many ways, and I think because number one, you are a woman. And, you know, we don't get the credit we deserve all the time. (laughs) (laughs) And then you are an African-American woman. So seeing somebody that looks like me Mm -hmm. was really um, inspiring. Um, Mm -hmm. You know that there's a dime, a dozen of boutiques out there. Mm -hmm. But the space that you're in... You know, I'm sure there are other people out there that right. you know has leather man, uh, leather handbag company, but it's not a space that you generally would see us in. And so that was really inspiring for me. And so you really just, uh, how can I say, you made my night. Oh wow! <laughs> so with that being said, tell me, how did you get started with F and W style? Wow. 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 That's a big question. And thank you so much for that um, introduction. But F&W style is um, was something where I needed I was working as a banker mm-hmm. and I knew that 
there was a different calling on my life. Like uh-huh. I knew that there was something else I had passion for that I needed mm-hmm. to be doing. And that thing was just fashion in general. I would, right. I would be at the bank and sashaying up and down the bank wearing, yeah. you know, beautiful clothing. People uh-huh. always ask me, where did you get this from? Where did you get that from? And prior to that, I also used to be a model. So I would okay. go, I would travel, I would buy bags. And then I started selling those bags to friends, selling mm-hmm. them to family, selling them to some of my clients, even from the ba- um, bank. And my husband one day was just like, why don't you create something of your own? Right. And that's when I started doing some research and I'm like, you know what? I think I will do this. Mm-hmm. I really was just for me to start something and get out that can help me be an entrepreneur and get out of the banking field that I was in. But as right. I did my research, I saw that I couldn't find black owned brands. Like I couldn't mm. find a black owned handbag brand. And then that became a bigger story for me because mm-hmm. I didn't understand. I didn't even realize that there weren't with as much fashion as we, as especially black people love. Right. It's crazy that we didn't have that back then. And wow. I started my business. It's been 12 years now, almost uh-huh. 13. Mm -hmm. Um, So I just knew that I wanted to make a change. I wanted to make a difference. And I wanted to leave a blueprint for those that were going to come after me. And that became my greater um, purpose. And that's Mm -hmm. what I've been doing. Well, you are definitely doing that. You are leaving a mark, I think, all over. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We have a similar story because as you were talking you mentioned how you were at work and dissatisfaction, you know, in your nice pieces. That's pretty much like my story. I remember mm. back in my early twenties. I, I, I may not look old, but I got I got some age on me. <laughs> <laughs> you look great. <laughs> Thank you. But in my early twenties, um, I'm sashaying in the office in a two-piece suit and three-inch <laughs> high heels, and mm-hmm. I'm sure my coworker was like, "This girl is probably out of her mind." But anyway. <laughs> I just love fashion, you know, that far back. I just love fashion. I just love shopping, you know, myself. And um, so clothes just became my best friend. And so here I am, you know, doing my um, own thing as well. Yes. Um, So I want to ask you this. Has any of your children taken interest yet in, in what you're doing? Oh, yes, for sure. My daughter, especially my son, maybe not. uh, Uh But my daughter is definitely into fashion. She has her own sense of style. Um, She knows what she likes. She loves color. Um, She's 10 years old now. You know, getting to a point where a lot of her friends are wearing more of the sweat suits and pants uh-huh. and not wanting to dress up as much anymore but she is sticking to her style and she yes. dresses up she loves color she loves dresses so yes she's definitely um you know a huge part of even helping me when i'm naming handbags right. and helping me in the business as well she loves it all that is awesome i think that is so great because you know those are the things that you always want to pass on to your kids mm-hmm. those are the type of legacies you want to leave Yes. Um, you know, so that is awesome. Now, honestly, I'm going to tell you, I have a 21-year-old daughter and a 24-year-old daughter, and neither wow. of them are interested in anything dealing with fashion. <laughs> <laughs> None. Oh, my gosh. Oh, they love jeans. They love sneakers. They love Crocs. I mean, just any type of Crocs, any color Crocs. That's what they want. Um, 
though. You know oh, what? Is- but they might come back again yeah. in the future because they're watching. They're yeah. watching you. So yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right. Yeah, because the oldest, she's gradually moving away from the jean thing, and you know mm-hmm. she's doing dresses. There's mm-hmm. nothing you know over the top, but she's transitioned a bit. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think you're absolutely correct. You're absolutely mm-hmm. correct. Um, so tell me, and you know, I started this podcast, you know, as a spinoff to the boutique because I think it's so important, you know, to not just inspire people to style, but I wanted to dive a little deeper mm-hmm. beyond style and you know get more into you know building confidence. And so, mm-hmm. tell me, what inspires or motivates Alexandria? Um. I definitely feel like what inspires, motivates me is my family, mm-hmm. you know, family and also the women that I get to serve every mm-hmm. single day. You know, right. um, I feel like when I, number one, my family and just leaving that legacy for them, mm-hmm. um, letting us be financially, you know, free in the way mm-hmm. that we want building something that will last for years and decades and decades. Mm -hmm. Um, And then women that I get to serve, like seeing these women use our products in their everyday lives. I mean, these women are like you, entrepreneurs. These women are doctors, lawyers, Mm -hmm. stay-at-home moms, but yet they're doing it with style. They're doing it with grace. And they really just motivate me they, it, it seems like when I see them wearing my products and mm-hmm. so many of them tell me too, your story, you know, the way yes. your products make me, makes me feel, right. I just know that we're needed in this space and they it, definitely. Exactly. Okay. So that probably answers my next question, you know, um, mm-hmm. as far as the, you know, naming three things that you do to remain confident and one pretty much you're just seeing your customers wearing your pieces yeah um and just knowing how you have a product that Mm -hmm. excites them and that builds their confidence is there anything else that you do to kind of like remain confident yes i think definitely knowing my craft Mm -hmm. makes me remain confident you know because you know you hear a lot of women saying you know the imposter syndrome Mm -hmm. confident and things like that but i i found that the more that i know about craft the more I know Mm -hmm. about the industry the more I provide excellence I feel more confident in what I'm saying and what I'm doing you know so that definitely um, is a big you know booster for me okay that's good um Mm -hmm. I think that probably goes back to you you know just research yes so important for us to do that research and not just in the beginning stages of our business process mm-hmm. but throughout the entire process you know every day is a learning curve for us every day there's something that we need to you know research something that we need to know um just to keep the business successful and so i think that's so good um yes. so tell me what does confidence mean to you though what does it mean to you Confidence is definitely means being sure of yourself mm-hmm. you know being sure of what you provide and uh-huh. being sure of you know where you fit in and what mm-hmm. you're bringing to society and to right. people in um i know they say you know knowing your purpose knowing your why mm-hmm. knowing why you're doing what you do every day um right. i feel like that's what comes 
confidence means to me is just being sure and fully aware of who I am and accepting that fully. Right. And yeah. um, what you said was so dead on because, um, you know, it doesn't matter who I'm mentoring with. That's always one of the tips mm-hmm. that they pass on is knowing your why, knowing mm-hmm. your purpose, because it's just not enough to start a business and not know why you're doing it. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's a great piece of advice, um, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, some people, when they say know your why, I know for me at the beginning, it used to scare me because I'm mm-hmm. like, wow, all I want to do is just make women feel good, or make right. women feel pretty, or just have fashion. And that is enough. <laughs> you right. know, that right. is the why. That is why you're doing it is to give confidence to women. So I think sometimes we make it this bigger, huge thing, like this Mm -hmm. huge goal we have to have. And really it's just what you do normally that makes you feel good when you do it and you give to others. And that's, that's what it is. Right. I love the way how you put that. It's Mm -hmm. right. Because we do have a tendency of, um, you know, overdoing it. That's not Mm -hmm. the word I was uh, looking for. But we do have a tendency of doing that. And so because you've been in this for, you know, a very, very long time, um, what advice would you give someone who wants to start a business in this industry? My advice would be if you see that you have passion for it Mm -hmm. and it's something that you feel like you would do, even if you didn't get paid, at Uh least not right away, Mm -hmm. then just do it. Don't no more excuses, no more, man, I don't think I'm good enough. No Mm -hmm. more, oh, this space is saturated. No more any of that. Just make the decision that you're going to do it and then Uh to start. Right. And you know what? You said the magic word because I think a lot of times we um, deter ourselves from doing something because there are so many others in the same space, but it's Mm -hmm. like, you have you bring something different to the space mm-hmm. so yep. like you were saying earlier use the passion that you have for what it is that you you're doing and just run with it yes. um you know i mean there's enough money out there for everybody so <laughs> <laughs> exactly there definitely is and i mean i tell people all the time it's nothing is saturated it's only mm-hmm. crowded you know, at the bottom as oh wow continues to rise the right. excellence and quality, it becomes less and less crowded. So wow. focusing on that. That was profound. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's only crowded at the bottom. I'm yes. gonna use that. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. <laughs> so when you're designing your handbags, because you actually do the sketching yourself, if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken. Yes. So where do you get that? Um, where do you get your inspiration from when you're designing your handbags? Yeah, I always, when people say this, I always feel like I'm supposed to say, oh, like trips in Paris. Or yeah. Something. But it's really just everyday women. I mean, okay. just the women that I meet, the women that I see. Mm-hmm. Just even just going through the airport when I see uh-huh. something that I feel like I could do better with a specific right. bag or if I see the you know uh, if I feel like we just released this belt bag um, into yeah. our collection and that uh-huh. just came from me seeing this mom you know trying to carry her bag and deal with the 
right. off. She had like four kids with her. And I thought, wow, if she just had a nice, and she was dressed beautifully. Uh-huh. And I said, how about a chic fanny pack? Something yes. that was chic, but you could still wear it and look good and feel good. And that's why we created it. It's really just everyday women that, you okay. know, inspire me. Okay. Yeah, that fanny pack, I love. And Thank you. It's actually, it's actually trending. Yes. Um, I just came from Vegas. Well, I, I see it here too, but I mean, everybody has something on their waist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And that's why if you're going to wear uh-huh. it and it's more convenient, why not let it be chic at the same yes. time? Yes. Yes. And then with your fanny pack, it's, it, it seems like it's um, larger than the mm-hmm. average. Mm-hmm. And so I think that um, that's a plus. Yes. Um, you know, for us, because we, we carry so many things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we carry so many things. We don't want to leave anything home. And so mm-hmm. I think that's a plus being able to have something that you can carry around your waist and still be able to put majority of the things that you need in there. Exactly. Um, because you have the um, the computer, um, what you call it? I just lost my train. Computer of case? The computer case. So mm-hmm. that was a good um a great addition to yeah. your products as well and then you know just all the very various colors that yes. i see you offer mm-hmm. and um you know i think we as women we love color you know we, yes. we still have you know some folks that gravitate to black but um you know the colors you know i think is in itself you know it just boosts a person's confidence as well so we appreciate yes. you know the colors that you offer as well Thank so, tell us one of your first, tell us about one of your first F and W girls reviews or tags. How did that make you feel in the moment? Oh my gosh, one of my first F and W girl reviews or tags. Well, when I first started, you know, a lot of them were definitely from family and friends, uh-huh. and um, that made no difference to me. I was just excited about the fact that other people with the exception of like my mom and sisters mm-hmm. were wearing my handbag so yeah. that always felt good when we started selling to stores and boutiques and we got mm-hmm. into our first store mm-hmm. that's when we started actually getting people outside of my family members mm-hmm. you know wearing it and okay that really just the, our first boutique was mind-blowing to me because mm-hmm. I was I couldn't believe my handbags that I created is now in somebody's store where somebody right. I don't know is uh-huh. going to purchase. And even as we grow and become bigger and we're now in big box stores, mm-hmm. when I sit and think about it, that still feels to me that I get right. to create every day that yeah. women all over the nation and actually all over the world really mm-hmm. are wearing. So it's it's really it's really cool. Well, you know what? I'm not surprised. <laughs> I mean, I'm not surprised. I know, and I, and I know exactly what you're saying. You know, mm-hmm. you sit back and you think about where you started from, mm-hmm. and then now where you are, and it's like, wow, it yes. is mind blowing. Um, and it's a good mind blowing. So I, yes. I do understand the, you know, the point that you're making. Mm-hmm. And you, like you mentioned, you're in boot. You started out in um, boutiques. You're in gift shops. Um, mm-hmm. In fact, you're in I think four gift shops here in my home state of South Carolina and mm-hmm. Georgia. Just like you say, across the country, across the yes. nation. Yes. And so that is astounding. And so because you have collaborated with so many uh, 
have your handbags in so many, you know, boutiques and high-end retail stores. What mm-hmm. advice would you give someone that's interested in maybe doing collaborations? Um, you know, you you mean like getting into stores and boutiques yes. and things like that? Yes, ma'am. I would say, you know, do your research and mm-hmm. um, find out what boutiques you will actually fit in mm-hmm. you want to go to but boutiques oh. that you actually would fit in okay. like they need your products or okay. you're providing something that they don't already have um something like that so uh-huh. i would do the research and find out and then once you find that out make sure that you're contacting them and these are some mistakes mm-hmm. that i made that i wish somebody would So make sure you're contacting them in the seasons where they're actually ordering. So, for example, we're going into spring, summer now. Uh Most stores and boutiques have already ordered what they're getting for spring, summer and are now ordering for fall. Uh So make sure that you're not because if you're going in there for spring, summer, they've already spent their money and they don't have it order anything else um so you know make sure you're in season Mm -hmm. um for them to order and then make sure you do your research and then the third thing is Mm -hmm. just go ahead and go for it call Uh them even if it's the biggest store and you think i might Mm -hmm. not be able to get into it Mm -hmm. still call and find out and and you never know what they're looking for at that moment that is so true i mean we keep talking about this research so Mm -hmm. that just tells me how important doing research is and Mm -hmm. you know and you know i don't know but um you know i I don't think that many of us you know do do the research but um you you made another great point find out what boutique you fit in and not Mm -hmm. the ones you want to be in Mm -hmm. that is that's awesome that that's that right there i mean (laughs) (laughs) i mean because that because we generally we generally go after where we want to be, but it doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily mean that we fit there. So exactly. that's, that's a good, great piece of advice. And um, and as you said, contact them in season because that's mm-hmm. so true. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to reach out to them when it's fall mm-hmm. and, you know, they have spent all their money. So yes. all of these ad- pieces of advice is just great. And so um, I know that... Um, you know, my listeners will definitely benefit from this, you know, mm-hmm. and I think it's information or advice that you can actually um, utilize in any industry. Yes. You know, any industry. So that's great. Um, and so you mentioned these fake box stores that you're in. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that you are now in Marshalls and TJ mm-hmm. Maxx. Yes. <laughs> What was that experience like for you? What were you what were you thinking in that moment? <laughs> oh, I mean, it was just really just I'm true to be honest uh-huh. because these this is what when I started the business, what I envisioned for myself mm-hmm, and that's mm-hmm. what I wanted to happen was to be in these stores, be mm-hmm. able to provide handbags at an affordable price for women, luxury handbags at an affordable price. So right. these were moments that I dreamt about and for mm-hmm. it to come true has to be in a thousand or more of their stores mm-hmm. was really, um, you know, a big deal and, you know, that I'm just excited and the fact that we continue this partnership with them has been mm-hmm. awesome. Yes, yes. Um, envisioning yourself mm-hmm. there—that's the key. Because mm-hmm. if we don't see ourselves, 
in places we're not going to get there so yes. i love how you describe um you know describe that envisioning yourself that's where you saw yourself mm-hmm. and yes. came to pass yes. awesome 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 and so you have a first for philanthropy program and a mm-hmm. corporate and both um gifting program share yes. a little bit more about those programs Okay, so the Purse for Philanthropy program, it's um, different charities that we um, partner with where if you do a purchase online and you Mm -hmm. put their code, we would give a percentage of sales um, to them. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's the Purse for Philanthropy program. And we also have some other charities that we partner with, a company called Wine, Women and Shoes. Um, They do events and we donate 20% of our sales from these events Mm -hmm. to um, the different charities like big big brother um, big sister and mm-hmm. you know things like that so um, it's just great to be able to give back in that way right um, yeah and um, as far as the FW Corp which is our mm-hmm. corporate and bulk gifting as well as um, wholesale and also manufacturing mm-hmm. um, portion of FNW style um, so with that the reason we started all of that is because mm-hmm. We have women that are either um, boutique owners, Mm -hmm. some of them are designers, some of them are influencers, Mm -hmm. have come to us and they're like, how do I get with my brand? How do I find a manufacturer? Or I'm having a difficult time bringing my product to life. And Uh being that I have so much experience and we've done so much of this for so many years, I decided to put that experience and help women bring their brand or production needs to life. Right. Them having to do the big, larger scale productions that they mm-hmm. need to do with some of these factories. So That's I'm going to be able to help designers bring their leather goods, leather products to life. I'm going to have be able to help influencers or just women that want to have a collection. I'm going to be able to help mm-hmm. them, and then just um, people that have um, companies and want to do bulk gifting, uh-huh. um, where do that for them as well so yeah it's just another segment of what we a new venture that we started right okay so i'm gonna ask this before i go on to that next question so mm-hmm. you talked about like the different nonprofits or charities that you work with do mm-hmm. you uh um do you suggest mm-hmm. um you know companies to connect with non you know nonprofits or charities would this be something that you think should be part of um, a person's, I guess, business to mm-hmm. just, you know, partner with mm-hmm, charities? Yeah, I feel like that would be an awesome thing to do because, I mean, just think about it. All of us these days are always looking for some charity or some company to give mm-hmm. to, you know, right. to mo- who much is given. Um, it's important that that person also gives back to people. Right. So, you know, a, um, a clients that are going to be shopping with you, that are going to be buying from you. Mm-hmm when they can buy something knowing that some of a portion of their sales or some of it could go somewhere that they are interested in getting right. to. Um, right. So it's always good to have a charity aspect if you can. Mm-hmm. Um, another way, like we said, that we do the charity aspect is some events that we do is when right. we do these okay. events, you know, taking a portion of the sale mm-hmm. and giving it to a specific charity, you know, I feel like it helps that charity. It's a win-win. It helps the charity. Right. It helps the client feel 
they're doing and what they're purchasing and the company they're purchasing from mm-hmm. and it also helps you also look good for the client so right. it's a win-win yeah right that's that's good advice and mm-hmm. now back to the manufacturing portion that you have um, implemented um, in um, with FW style so mm-hmm. I think it's a great opportunity because you know there's just a lot involved um, mm-hmm. I did I mean I don't think I touched the surface um, when it came to kind of like researching that type of stuff because mm-hmm. you know one day I hope to do my own clothing line and I awesome. started you know looking at some different things and it's a lot yeah <laughs> <laughs> It is a lot. It is a lot. You know, it's a lot from the uh, minimums that they're asking for Mm -hmm. because some of them are like, you have to do like a thousand per color, per style. That's hard for small business starting out. Um, It's a lot, you know, especially if you're going overseas and just the um, language barrier Mm -hmm. as well, just the community of what you actually want. Um, So this is all experience that we've dealt with for the past 12, um, 11, 12 years. Mm -hmm. And it's like bringing all that experience experience, and, you know, manufactured for huge um, box store, Mm -hmm. thousands and thousands of bags. And we're, you know, bringing that experience to help women be able to do that at a smaller scale. Right. I mean, yeah, it's an awesome idea. And so um, is it, um, going to be any type of leather product as long as it's leather yes yeah, so okay. leather products um, we actually helping a lady right now with um, like PVC plastic and mm-hmm. makeup bags that she's okay. making you know so just anything that has to do with bags and okay. um, that realm is where we're staying okay okay all of this is good and mm-hmm. yeah you, you guys are definitely um making a name and building this brand um you know because i 11 year period i mean that's fairly quick yeah i think yeah that's fairly quick for mm-hmm. for you you know for where you are today most businesses they're not even half the way to- <laughs> Well, sure. As long as you think it's quick, Donna, then that's I'll take that as as okay. (laughs) (laughs) But I am excited that you guys are just you know just doing your doing your thing and you know helping others along the way because that's what it's all about being able to give back, as you said, not just to charities but being able to help other people build their brands. And Mm -hmm. so I'm extremely excited. And just thrilled to, you know, connect with you for that reason. Yes. yes. (laughs) So I'm going to switch gears a little bit because, you know, this podcast won't be complete if I don't include some fashion-related questions. Um, Mm -hmm. So the next segment, we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, you know, some fashion related things and then okay. have a little trivia for you as well. Oh, my. <laughs> so share with me one of your favorite fashion tips or hats. Oh, man. Okay. So my favorite fashion tip would be wear color. Okay. Wear color. Okay. Wear color. color has the ability to transform any any day that you're having or mm-hmm. like that i mean really just try it tell people all the time if you're having a bad day or you're feeling kind of you know groggy in the mm-hmm. morning 
put on a pink dress, put on a red right. dress, you know, a green dress, and go out there and watch the compliments that you get. Mm-hmm. You know, put on even if it's not if you're not a color, okay, put on a red lipstick. Just right. add some color somehow to your wardrobe, um, and it really does uplift your day. Right, that's a good tip because right, even if you're not infusing color by wearing the dress or mm-hmm. pants, doing it with the lipstick. Maybe yes. with shades. That's yes. a great, uh, yes. great tip. Um, now, from what I understand, if, I, if I'm correct, your favorite color is fuchsia. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you are definitely correct. So tell me, because I, what I did was I decided to look up the, the definition of fuchsia, and I found that fuchsia inspires confidence, um, assurance, maturity, uniqueness, certainty, and it nurtures. So which one of those attributes you think best describes you and why? Um, I would say probably nurture. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I feel like that really describes me. I uh-huh. nurture everything that I feel everything mm-hmm. from my family to nurturing my business and growing mm-hmm. it to nurturing my friendships. Um, so I, I that would probably be one that describes me. Okay, okay, no, I can see that in you. Um, you know, you definitely inspire. <laughs> Thank but you. But yeah, I can definitely see um, nurturing mm-hmm. um, in you. And so, um, the next question would be: Is there a handbag designer that inspires you? Oh, a handbag designer that inspires me. I think that um, one that inspires me is, um, I have quite a few. Mm-hmm. I would say um, there's a brand called um, Rebecca Minkoff. Okay. And she okay. started um, probably uh, a few years before I started. And her uh-huh. story is really awesome. And what uh-huh. she's doing right now, just breaking the industry is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I think um, Black-owned brand, um, Brandon Blackwood. Um, okay. An inspiration and what he's doing in the field as well. Um, so they definitely um, inspire me. Okay, okay. I think I actually got an opportunity. I came across these names because you were actually highlighted by Oprah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yes. And so... <laughs> I think these two um, individuals were also, because I think she was highlighting like 10 Black-owned handbag companies, and yes. you were one of them. Yes. And if I'm not mistaken, I think I remember these two individuals. I think she highlighted these two individuals as yeah, well. Yeah, Rebecca Minkoff probably wasn't on there, but Brandon Blackwood, I'm quite sure, yes, okay. was on that list, yes. Okay, 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 okay. And so, now for the fun part. I just thought I would add a little fun to spice up the podcast. Um, (laughs) Nothing difficult. um, Just a few questions about, you know, some handbag designers. Um, If you need a clue, I'll be glad to, you know, throw something out there to you. But the first question is, um, this handbag has transcended eras and seasons and is considered the most popular brand what brand is that most popular brand of handbags ah let's see Um, is it michael kors no it starts with a c (laughs) most popular brand is it coach 
Um, no. Bags. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ah. Is it Chanel? Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yes. 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 Well, it's you didn't say most most worn. You said. I should have said most more. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so this one you got in the bag. Which handbag is known for its double G logo? It's double G O Gucci. Yes, yes, Mm yes. Now, what does the double G refer to? Um, oh, oh my God. And I know this. Now I can't remember. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, Oh my gosh, I cannot remember right now. Um, ah, you're gonna have to tell me. I can't remember. Okay, it's I'm gonna give you a clue first. It's actually the name of the founder. Yes, I know. I like. Okay. Okay. Um, well, I'm gonna try to pronounce it. <laughs> okay. It's, yes. I think it's Guccio Gucci. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> okay. Well, you were. You were halfway there, so mm-hmm. you, still, you still get the points. <laughs> okay, okay, good. <laughs> um, so this designer is not only known for handbags, but it's also known for its famous red soles. Okay, that's Christian Louboutin. Yes, see, I told you, you <laughs> got this. <laughs> that was just something I wanted to add to add a little fun, and it was definitely fun. Um, there is so much more I want to talk about. And so we definitely have to do this again, Alexandria. But yes. in closing, tell me, uh, tell the listeners, where can they connect with you online? Yes. So they can connect with me. Instagram is my jam. Mm-hmm. I post all the time. That's where you see the videos and, mm-hmm. and all of that. So FW style on Instagram. Um, they can also check out our website, which is okay. F wstyle.com and check out all of our beautiful handbags and accessories on there okay well guys here we have it we just got all of the great deeds from Alexandria Ali the founder of F&W Style Handbags so head on over to her site and check out her gorgeous leather handbags and I'm stressing leather because it is leather it's good quality stuff yes (laughs) So thank you, Alexandria, for just spending a little bit of time with us on today. Until next time. This is Donna M. with Donna M. Collection Lifestyle Brand. Thank you, as always, for listening to Fashion Unfiltered. You can listen to our episodes on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Please like, follow, and share. You can also follow the boutique on Instagram and Facebook at Donna M Collection. Subscribe and shop the boutique at DonnaMCollection.shop or stop by our physical location at 946 C2 Orleans Road, Charleston, South Carolina. Until next time.